listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. To you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And welcome on into episode number 136 and... This is Chicago Style Wrestling Week. And the reason why it's Chicago Style Wrestling Week is, number one, CSW's Falling Down is this Friday night, September the 16th, and Franklin Park's American Legion. But we also not only have one guest, we have two guests, and they're both directly linked to Chicago Style Wrestling. First of all, for the first time ever, a member of the Soul Touches, the N-Words, the Coco Buffs, a former CSW champion, Chicago legend, Acid Jazz. Then we welcome back the number one contender to the CSW championship, the charismatic Axel Rico. Both will be a part of CSW's Falling Down this Friday night in Franklin Park. Plus, we'll talk about some of the AEW chaos, and Rocket Pro Wrestling's return to their new season this past Saturday night. Hell of a show. We've got some big happenings going on there as well. We'll get to it all in just a moment right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. Stay tuned. Wrestling fans often talk about psychology in the squared circle. But what about your individual psychology and mental health? The counselors at True Heights Treatment offer in-person or virtual appointments. To learn more, go to www.trueheightstx.com or give them a call at 708-248-7039. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy, Mason Perks, and you're listening to Windy City Slam, baby. The best podcast the shy has to offer on professional wrestling. So turn it up, turn up. It's your boy Mason Perks, and you're listening to Windy City Slam Podcast. Yeah. Back here on Windy City Slam Podcast this week, and before we get to Rocket Pro Wrestling and CSW Week, let's talk a little bit about the chaos from All Elite Wrestling this past week. As many of you probably know by now, there was a crazy situation following the AEW media scrum post all out in suburban Chicago on Labor Day weekend. Apparently there was a fight with CM Punk, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Ace Steel all involved. There are some crazy back and forth stories going on there. All of those men apparently have been suspended and there's even speculation that CM Punk and Ace Steel were going to be fired. I have not heard anything new on that front, but at this point, they are all suspended. They're all persona non grata on AEW programming. And Punk also reportedly suffered an injury during his match with John Moxley at All Out. 
So he's going to be out for quite a while anyway. And even though he won the title, he probably would have had to have given it up again anyway, which is kind of crazy. And Punk was stripped of the AEW Championship, and the Elite was stripped of the Trio's tag team titles. And as a result, Death Triangle, the Lucha Bros, and Pac defeated Orange Cassidy and Best Friends to win the vacant Trio's title this past week on Dynamite. And actually, Death Triangle was my pick from the beginning because I really like what they have. And there they are. Now they're the champions. So I guess it's kind of cheater's proof that they are now your trio's champions. And then World Championship is going to be determined in a six-man tournament of former champions, whether they were TNT champions or AEW World Champions, whatever. And the final four standing after last week were Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, John Moxley and Semi Guevara. And I'm going to go a little bit on the limb. I'm going to pick Brian Danielson to win the championship at the U.S. Open Stadium Dynamite Grand Slam in a couple of weeks. Brian Danielson is going to be my pick. I think that's a very safe pick. He's a company guy. He's a hard worker. He's not a shit stir. I think Brian Danielson's a good pick. Although I do have to give John Moxley a lot of credit for totally canceling his vacation coming back, cutting that awesome promo this past week on Dynamite. So if Moxley wins it, he probably deserves it too. I mean, I won't argue with John Moxley winning that title if he does. And in WWE, we have the return of Braun Strowman. I know that may not excite everybody. I think it's cool. I think with Triple H running the show, things are going to go very well for Braun Strowman. Switching to local stuff. This past weekend, last Saturday night, Rocket Pro Wrestling returned to action with their new season with Fall Brawl at St. Joe's Park in Joliet. And let's take a look at the results, courtesy of our friend of the show, Steve Arendt. For the Outer Limits Championship, Gunner Brave retains over Shogun Chris Logan. And then we had the Fatal 4-Way Qualifying Match for the Rocket to the Top Ladder Match at Harvest Havoc in November. And the winner of that match was Aaron Stone. He defeats Quinn Wittick, the Ryan Matthews, and Dustin Mack. Then we had a triple threat match. Now this match changed quite a bit over the last few days. And this is what we got. And the winner of that match received the 20th entry into the Rocket Rumble, which was later on in the show. The victory goes to... The Chicago Bear Hug, Steve Michaels, defeating Marche Rocket and Cody James. Now, the Chicago Bear Hug may have gotten a little bit of an assist from Grin, who was out there kind of distracting Marche, and Marche was not happy about it after the show. And we'll hear from Marche, courtesy of Rocket Pro Wrestling and Kevin Palmer, in just a few minutes. But the Chicago Bear Hug advances to be that number 20 entry. Then we had. The open challenge from Flash Harris for the Intercounty Championship and the returning Maximus Orion recovering from that bad injury that he suffered several months back at the hands of Flash Harris. He had to go to the ER and everything like that. Comes back with lightsabers, no less. Defeats Flash Harris and becomes the new Intercounty Champion. So congratulations to Maximus Orion. And then we had the RPW Chicagoland Championship. Connor Hopkins of those damn Coyotes defeats Ruthless Rocket Rivera to become the new champion. And then the Rocket Pro Tag Team Championships. 
multiple layers of stories going on here. Of course, you have the fabulous idols of Johnny Nye and Damian Gray. They retain the titles against No Coast, Brian Crazer and Joey Blues. And No Coast been having some issues. And unfortunately for them, it looks like they may be drifting apart. But I guess we'll have to see what happens over the next couple of months. But those two longtime partners and former tag team champions having some troubles right now. Rocky Pro Championship, Old Evil Christian Rose. He defeats the Icon Grin thanks to an assist from Marche Rocket. Now, this whole thing with Marche and Grin is really spinning out of control, and we'll get to what's going on next month in just a second. Rocket Rumble, the main event, the 20-man battle royal, Royal Rumble style. Cody James becomes the number one contender for the Rocket Pro Championship. Huge win for Cody James. He's really showing out and showing up. And he's been making a name for himself in a lot of places lately. All Heel Wrestling, Northland Pro, CSW, Crash Tested Wrestling, and now Rocket Pro Wrestling as he has a future shot at the Rocket Pro Championship. Now, after the show, Grin demanded a match with Marche Rocket at Darkness Falls, which is Rocket Pro's next event on October 1st. And it will be a casket match. Yes, indeed, a casket match. There will be two casket matches on October 1st, one at Rocket Pro, and there will be another one at Northland Pro between Cody James and Eric Schultz. That should be crazy. However you're closest to, you have an option for a casket match that night. If you're more south, Rocket Pro's got it for you. If you're more north, it's Northland Pro. So crazy stuff going on in Chicago at Independent Wrestling. And it's just crazy that there are two casket matches on the same night. Also in the battle royale, Steve Arendt and Turtle also made appearances, which was really, really cool. And Damien Saint is your new GM of Rocket Pro. And he had his attorney, Eric Schultz, at his side. And with Marche having this casket match in just a few weeks at Rocket Pro, he was obviously flustered when Rocket Pro cameras caught up to Marche and exclusively from Rocket Pro Wrestling and Kevin Palmer. Here's Marche Rocket talking about the craziness of last Saturday night and his upcoming casket match. So Marche Rocket, you had a tough night tonight. Tough. You, what? Uh... Whoa, 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 whoa. Tough night. Tough night. Man, I've been outnumbered all I was outnumbered all night. My night starts off facing two big giants, okay? First of all, I think it's crap that I am the greatest Rocket Pro World Heavyweight Champion this company has ever seen, and I have to earn my way back towards the main event. Chris, Christian Rose stole the championship away from me. I never got a proper rematch. No! So now I gotta sit up there and I gotta earn my way back. You bring in two behemoths for me to do it. Okay, fine, whatever. Then Grant wants to free your mind. He comes out there, sticks his nose in my business where he doesn't belong. And then, then when I start to pay him back just a little bit, what, what happens next? Oh, 19 other ass clowns decide that they're just gonna chuck me all day. The referees are just watching it, nobody's stopping it. And then, then Chris Slogan super kicks me again. Rough night. And now, 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 what is this? Next month? Next month? Grin, you want to challenge me to a coffin match? You want to try to bury me one last time? That's your plan? No, 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 homeboy. 
This story doesn't end with me being casted. No, this story ends once and for all with your ass being buried alive. You think this was just a game? Nah, I'm done playing. You want a freedom of mind? I'll free your mind. I'll free your mind all day. Get out of my way. Coming up this Friday night, September the 16th, let's talk about it. It's CSW week. Chicago Style Wrestling presents Falling Down, and this show features Aaron Stevens, formerly known as Damian Sandow. This show is at the American Legion in Franklin Park, 7.30 bell time. Let's run down the show real quick. CSW champion Joey Avalon defends against Axel Rico. And as we talk about with Axel Rico in just a few minutes, this is his third time at the championship after he got screwed over last month. Will the third time be the charm? We shall see. CSW Women's Championship, a four-way match. Heather Reckless defends the title against Sky Blue, Sierra, and Shelly the Bombshell. And in a featured match, Aaron Stevens takes on superstar Steve Boz. And in an I'm Ugly match, and this feud has gotten really crazy, it's TJ Steele against Ryan Matthews. Two young guns and Jax Johnson facing off against Adam Stallion. Career killer Chris Miller faces Mateo Valentine. And that's a huge test for Mateo in CSW. A trios match. Cody James, Moondog Murray, and Cypher take on Team Babushka of Mario Pardua, Eric Schultz, as well as Joey Mayberry. That should be a lot of fun. And it seems like Cody James and Eric Schultz are on the other side of a lot of things lately. So once again, you're going to see those two square off. And in tag team action, Marco Anthony and Sean Mulligan face the young team of Alpha Zeta Zeta. Plus, there's a few things yet to be determined. We have our tag team champions, the Dope Kings. I'm sure we'll have something with Marche Rocket and Acid Jazz, as well as the Black and Brave Army. They're always a threat no matter where they're at and where they're coming from. So stay tuned for that. Should be a fun show. Yours truly will be there Friday night covering it from ringside. And in just a few minutes, we're going to talk to both Acid Jazz and Axel Rico in two separate interviews. So stay tuned for that. Also this weekend coming up on Saturday, September the 17th, Racing Championship Wrestling also, Zawa Live in Prophetstown, the Janesville Wrestling Alliance in Janesville, Southland Championship Wrestling presenting WrestleTopia in Shabance, Premier Pro Wrestling has a show up in Woodstock, and if you go to Keel, Wisconsin, you have one full entertainment summer of pain. And Sunday, you can get your Lucha Libre fix by either going to the Ravinia Festival in Highland Park for Golly Lucha Libre, or the Bourbon Eagles Club for Lucha Libre Total. All right, coming up next, our first special guest, we're going to bring aboard Acid Jazz. Stay tuned. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. 
right. Welcome back to Windy City Slam podcast. Very excited to have this guest on for the very first time on the show. He's a two-decade veteran of the business. He's been a part of the Soul Touches, the N-Words, the Cocoa Buffs. He's hot chocolate, a jizzle, and just a real character, Chicagoland <laughs> legend, Acid Jazz. Acid Jazz, welcome to the show. Man, if you're going to say all that, I guess I got nothing to say. <laughs> just put everything all out there. Absolutely. Uh, this has been a long time coming. I've seen you at numerous shows for numerous promotions over the last few years. And I just love your shtick. I love your character. You're one talented dude. And I just want to get into it a little bit with you uh, about your career. So thank you. The Soul Touches were honored with a special recognition award at the 2022 Midwest Wrestling Reunion back in July. It was you and C Red, Marche Rocket, Willie the Bomb Richardson, and who wasn't there, but very much part of the group, Trauma, Jay Washington. So what was it like to be honored together as the Soul Touches? Uh, Honestly, I was surprised, you know, because I've I've done a lot of stuff, you know, uh, as long as my career has been in wrestling. And, you know, this is the first time I... Well, one of the few times where I'm actually surprised that, that I got an award for something, um, especially because we haven't done the Soul Touches in a while, but it's good to be recognized by our individual talents and then mesh them all together. So, yeah, that was a that was that was that was a really cool experience. Now, what's what's your favorite memory with those guys together as the Soul Touches? Oh, my God. Oh, man, I, I got so many of them. And uh <laughs> A lot of them I don't, I don't remember, but I know that, that when the stories get get started talking, I'm like, okay, yeah, I did do that at that point. Um, well, one of the ones that that <laughs> that we kind of laugh about, even though it was really bad, was um, I, and I don't know if you knew this about this, but uh, one of the first times I went to Chikara, and me and Marche, we're we're like super tight. Like he's actually, I'm actually godfather to his son. He's godfather to one of my kids. And uh, he's one of those guys that I help kind of, he, he was helping, I was helping him train, but he was also like kind of hanging around with me just so he can kind of learn the, you know, the do's and the don'ts of, of wrestling, you know, don't, don't say too much here or, you know, even though they're a veteran, give them their space, leave them alone, just say hi and bye, you know, just etiquette type stuff. And, um, but we, we, as long as we've been either wrestling each other or wrestling other people as a tag team, we always just clowning around, <laughs> clowning around. So what what happened at this particular point was uh, C-Red, our manager at the time, he was driving and we were trying to look for a hotel. Willie the mom wasn't really paying attention. He was on his phone doing whatever. Me and Shay just cracking jokes. And next thing I know, C-Red is talking about he needs <laughs> he needs sugar because he's diabetic. And I don't know if he was swerving or trying to, or, or, or what, but we were just, we just thought it was funny. And <laughs> like I said, as bad as it was, I mean, we, he was fine at some point, but uh, yeah, it's just like little stuff like that where we just create these unintentional memories. Let's put it like that. Um, that's one of them. Uh, definitely Chikara was one of our, one of my favorite memories too, especially because we were worried. I mean, I was, we were a little worried about Willie's presence because he's a big guy, he's agile, but no one knows that. But he kind of comes off like, like you, you don't want to be there. He's, you, as soon as you hear, it's, uh, you know, you don't want to be there. And I, and I, me and Shay were kind of like, all right, we're going to do our thing. He's going to do his thing. It'll be fine. And Quack was like in love with Willie. He's like, oh my God, like, he, you know, I wasn't expecting any of that. And he looked at me and Shay and said, but you two, 
got to step up. It was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> oh, okay, I guess, I guess we're uh, we're getting watched too. So uh, it's just one of those just always trying to challenge ourselves type thing. We always, me and Sherry, definitely always had this, you know, little rivalry that we, where we just try to do one up each other at that uh, at certain times. Yeah, sounds like you guys had just so much fun doing the soul touches over the years and yeah. really, really cool things. And I know Red addressed the fact you guys were in the King of Trios tournament at Chikara back at the uh, 2022 Midwest reunion and the fall the fun stories and kind of the, the spotlight that got put on all of you guys as a group that day. Yeah, that was that was like I said, I I didn't think it I didn't think it was that big of a deal until I actually you know, saw the guys, we're all together once again, after not being uh, together for so long, you know, people just tend to go their ways, you know, Shay's doing this thing, I'm doing my thing, sometimes we'll come together, you know, if it calls for it, um, but it was good to actually see everybody, it was, it was, good. especially a lot of faces that I have not seen in, in years. Mm-hmm. Now, you were a Windy City wrestling guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a Windy City guy, yeah. Yep. Uh, trained by them as well? Yeah, uh, trained by Steve Boz, Terry Allen, Ripper Manson. Um, I want to call him, I'm sorry, I, I'm trying not to say his real name. Uh, Hunter Payne. Yeah, and a lot of the older veterans. I remember the first time I actually signed up. I went straight to the ring, and I literally did not get in the ring. I just had like, like three or four vets with set down, sat me down and talked to me about, you know, just how to be. And, and, and honestly, I think that was the most – the most important thing was was not actually getting in the ring, but actually listening to these guys who already uh, are established or these guys that I've actually seen on TV. So, you know, it was one of those, you know, educate, educational moments where, no, I'm not I'm not here to jump in the ring and try this stuff. No, I'm here to, to get the basics down, you know. So and, and I, I like that because it was one of the things where they they really they really took it seriously. They, t- they took the art of wrestling seriously. And yeah, it just it just makes that much more, you know, more, more the time that you put into it. It makes it more valuable as opposed to guys who just show up now and be like, Oh my God, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Like, yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not screwing around in here. Okay. Yeah. This is a physical sport. So don't get mad when you get chopped or you get punched. So, and, and the funny thing is Ripper Manson, I mentioned him a couple of times. He did not talk to me for two years. Oh, actually, no, I'm sorry. Almost three years. And, you know, and I never understood why I'm like, is this dude just, just hate me for no reason? Like, what am I doing? Then it turns out at some point after those three years, he, he explained why. He said, because there's no point in investing your time in someone if they're going to be gone in two weeks. So it's one of those things where he wanted to see that he's always picking it up, but am I going to stick with it? You know, or, or am I going to complain when um, I don't get my way? Or, or it was just things like that. But luckily I had, you know, other beds. I was like, all right. Do this, do that, and you'll be fine. And um, yeah, that's that's just the, and that's kind of how I started treating wrestling too. Like it, you're investing your time and your trust in other people with your life. I'm not trying to get to know you. You're just gonna be hanging out, or just I want to. I got I got an outfit, or I could do a, a, a reverse 450. Yeah, you're not a wrestler. You're just an athlete at that point. That's about it, though. Yeah, you mentioned Ripper Manson and how it took you like three years for to get a word out of him edgewise toward you as kind of a friend rather than just like a trainer or whatever. And- no, 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 no. Honestly, I, no, I respected the boundaries. Mm-hmm. I always approach wrestling as um, you're here to learn, you know, mm-hmm. and, 
you're not necessarily there to make friends. You're there to learn a skill, a skill that you want to use to help you further your career. So it's never about me trying to have, you know, friends will be buddy, buddy. We don't know. No, this was, to me, it was business. It was straight business. It's kind of funny you say you're all serious about the business, but yet when we see you in the ring a lot of times, you're kind of joking around, you're jovial, you kind of got a goofy character, you're a gangster, or you got this hot chocolate thing going on or whatever. And I just love all the different gimmicks that you have, like the N-words and the Cocoa Buffs with Marche and, yeah. and the N-words with Bryce, though. I mean, so much fun. Sometimes there's this frontline pro show you guys did. You brought up this cardboard cutout of uh, Queen Elizabeth. Queen Elizabeth, yeah. Yeah, that was funny against the uh, four-star heroes of uh, Matt Nix and Chris Castro. And yeah. I just almost died laughing holding the camera. I didn't think I'd be able to hold the camera upright taking pictures. <laughs> yeah, good old. We got to bring, we got to bring Miss Liz back. Got to bring Miss Liz back. Now, whose um, idea is to do some of the silly stuff? Is it you or is it Bryce? Honestly, we, whenever we come together for a match, we're always like, all right, what's something stupid that we haven't done? <laughs> And this is literally the basis. This that's literally the basis of any ingredient in my match. What are the people going to remember? What 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 idiotic thing that I can do to get a reaction out of them? You know, because there's a lot of times where we're supposed to be healed, but we're we're getting we're getting cheered because of the stuff that we're doing. And it, it's not like we're doing anything crazy. We're just thinking outside the box. And I always told people this: like if you're wrestling me, and if I'm a heel, and I get cheered, I'm not going to lower my uh repertoire down to, to to elevate you no you gotta step up so um and it's always a, it's always a challenge to get people like that because i'm always thinking about you know certain guys that i haven't wrestled that i'm like all right how can i get his character and my character over in the same match as opposed to it being like one-sided like you just they just want to see you do stuff no 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 i'm always trying to mesh ideas together and yeah you say i'm 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 always having fun out there but in the back People think I'm like legit pissed, but I'm just thinking of stuff. That's all I'm doing. I'm just like in my head, I'm like actually putting this puzzle piece of a match together. And once I'm once I'm satisfied with it, I'm good. So yeah, and, and really all the stuff I do now, I, I a lot of stuff I just do it on the fly. <laughs> I mean, there's some things that I, that I do want to happen, but you know, for me, I've I've been so focused on getting the character over. Because if you get the character over, you get the match over. If you get your match over, you get the show. That way you got people going, oh, you know, I like Asa Jazz, but man, look at that Rico. I mean, I, I want to come back and see that too. So, because, and, and I've been pushing that with these newer guys. Like, it's very good that you know how to do all these crazy, you know, flips and stuff. But let's focus on the characters. So you can save your bodies. You know what I mean? Like, even recently, I started doing like, you know, moonsaults from the top rope to the, outside of the ring or to the inside of the ring and people are like oh my god like yeah you forgot i i can do that stuff because i i chose not to i just i was focused on my character mm-hmm. if i get over my character then everything else is easy win lose or draw it does not even matter to me yeah speaking of character-based stuff you and shay had a great tag team match it was really kind of a the fun gritty brawl with um it was pick and pop, uh, Darius Luttrell and Coda Hernandez over at Freelance Underground about a year ago. That thing was crazy, man. Coming yeah. in the prison suits and all that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and even even stuff like that, we uh, they they throw ideas out like, all right, you know, we should do like a prison style match. I'm like, all right, cool. Of course, Shay gets the uh, the, the the regular jumpsuit, but by me being the uh, <laughs> more old school, I went with the actual like black and white like old jail type suit. 
Um, and it's just like doing little things like that. Because even when I do stuff like that, it keeps him on it. So it's like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting you to do that. And it's like, yeah, you should you should, you should expect something crazy for me to do. So, but yeah, that was that was that was fun. Um, those kids, they got a lot of talent. They're, they're, they, I'm really liking the talent that are that are coming out now. I mean, I was I used to get super pissed because all the new guys, all they wanted to do was their was their flips or their oh I'm, I'm gonna do a Spanish fly and 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 you're gonna kick out at one, you know, stuff like that getting dropped on your head and then nipping up. Like what what is that, man? You're no. So and a lot of these guys are really they are they they are really starting to develop their characters and 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 that's that's what I want to see. I want to see a show. I want to see entertainment. I mean, if you if, if you get oh well, Shay actually tells this to people because for the longest, I was using a knockout punch as uh, my finisher. Um, and the thing was how he puts it, and I always hear him tell people that if you're punching a guy ten times in a match, he's not going down, and then I come out. And I hit the guy one time and he goes down. That's going to make you look a lot weaker. Mm-hmm. Not to say that I'm not throwing punches. I'm just aiming at certain spots. Like, for instance, I will punch in the body, in the gut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I hit you in the face, you don't go down, then I don't want to keep doing it. So, you know, it's, it's just kind of like 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 boxing. Like, no one go well, no one rarely goes down from one clean punch. You got you to gotta kind of pepper them up. So it's like if I'm wearing down the body, at some point when I get you, bam, you're going down. Yep. It just makes sense it just makes sense um i mean like i said i I do like certain things about i guess the newer style like everyone's so fast-paced now but it doesn't need to be that you want people to register what you're doing you know Mm -hmm. not everyone's a supermarket you know what i mean some people just want to come out to a show because they maybe they haven't seen one or they just want to do something different and if you give them different they're gonna like it yeah, sometimes psychology is important. Sometimes just telling a story a little slower, not necessarily flying around the ring all the time. I, I just think the build to a match is so good when you use psychology and take it one step at a time. Exactly. You want people to absorb every part of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been with everybody in, in the area. Windy City Wrestling, Chikara, Dragon Gate USA, Elite Pro, Resistance Pro, Golly Lucha Libre, Freelance, Freelance Underground, Dreamwave, Berwin Championship Wrestling, Power Entertainment. But the company you're probably most well-known for now is Chicago Style Wrestling. And you're uh, a former CSW champion, former Metro Division champion, former tag team champion. And obviously, you've known Steve Boss forever. So what's the passion and the love for CSW? And how is that different for you as opposed to some of the other companies you may have worked for in the past? Uh, all right, one thing at a time. So first, Steve, what 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 I love about CSW, honestly, it's like a new school Windy City. That's 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 the only way I can put it. Like, I loved the training, but also like just hanging out with the guys. You know what I mean? Because you don't you don't get to do that. You know, when everyone's got their own job and career, very rarely you can actually get together. And really, the only place we can really do that if we got the time is wrestling. Um, so I really like that. Um. I think really at CSW, I was just really allowed to be myself and, and people trusted me to, to, to do, do the job the right way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't notice this, but like a lot of people keep saying that, that you're always listening what people are doing. Yeah. Cause I want to make sure it makes sense. 
because it doesn't make if it doesn't fit what, what's going on within the whole show it's going to look forced you know so i'm always just kind of seeing what people are doing you know especially before and after my match like i'm always you know cordial and ask all right are you are you planning on doing this move i know you do this move so it's like you know it's, it's like a give and take but for me it's always about building the entire show not around one person Built the entire show. People come to see girls fight. People come to see intergender matches. People come to see hardcore matches. Give everybody a little bit of something. And and that's that's, I mean that's that's just what I love. I, I just and I'm really starting to see that. I guess in in a way I'm starting to feel more trusted with the vision of wrestling. Like there's just sometimes I just throw out ideas and they love them. I'm like. Why am I doing this? I should just, you know, be a creative writer or something. Cause I, I just I just put up some weird, I could put together some weird stuff. And uh it'll work. It'll work. Yeah, and CSW has been a en really enjoyable product for quite a while now. And I've been to a couple of shows. In fact, I'm gonna be at the show on Friday night, September the 16th. I'll be there to watch you and all the other stars of CSW. That show is called Falling Down, and it's the American Legion in Franklin Park. Special guest Aaron Stevens. Now, Jazz, do you know what you're doing on that night yet? I know they haven't really announced anything for you yet. No. <laughs> I'm just happy I can keep up with the dates. So, <laughs> <laughs> But to go into your personal run the last year or so, last few months even in CSW, you and Marche seem to have a little bit of a falling out in your story, but you guys seem to be getting pulled back together because of the Black and Brave Army. Now, tell me a little bit about the whole takeover by the black and brave army and those young guys looking for a little piece of their pie while you old veterans try to fend them off <laughs> um I, I i like okay first of all those guys those guys are actually really hungry and i and, and people that throw that around but you can see that they're really working like i see the stuff that they that, that individuals are putting up i'm like man they're really working on their skills you know so I appreciate that. I'm, I'm appreciating that they, they see us as someplace to try to take over. But um, I, I told someone this, uh, no one's going to outheal me in my own house. Let's put it like that. Like if I want to burn CSW down to the ground, I will do it. I don't need any help, especially any outside help. So if it's going to take me to get along with, you know, superstars of CSW, then I guess I just got to swallow that pill and just deal with it. But once that's over with, I'm going back to my old ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then we'll be going back to uh, hot chocolate spraying and all kinds of chicanery and silliness and tomfoolery around the ring. <laughs> Look, this is my thing. Lately, I, I must be doing something right because it's 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 strange when you have people that trained you watching your match. Not to critique it, they want to watch it because you know they're gonna they know you're gonna do something crazy or, or they, you're gonna do something to pop the crowd, you know. And it's always something simple. And, 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 you know, when I see guys like that, I'm like, man, that's crazy. Like you, you like watching me, you know, watching me wrestle. Like, like me and Steve, we recently started, you know, we did a couple shows here and there. He was in love with it, you know, because of all the craziness that, because of how he is, but then how I started changing, it, 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 could st it still meshes well, you know, you know, he's been doing it longer than me. We still, we still, we, we still go, we still go out and do, do what we normally do. <laughs> yeah, you and Boz are two true legends in this area, and you've been joined at the hip on and off over the last couple of decades or so. It's really Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, 
One more thing, a uh, little bit of a, a personal thing for you. Um, you're you have a job as a school teacher, and you're mm-hmm. doing this wrestling thing on the side. Now, how difficult is it to kind of maintain your body and maintain your training and stuff like that while you're you're doing a full time job of being a school teacher? Um, um, oh, okay. So my form, formula when I first started wrestling and when I started going to college was. You go to school Monday through Friday, wrestle on the weekend. So I feel like it, it always fits. And and um, yeah, during the week, yeah, you'll be hitting the gym. Um, and during the weekend, you just just do the shows. I mean, it, it, I, I've been doing it. I've been doing it as long as I've been in college. So I, I, it's easy for me. Now the only hard part is when the actual, the actual stress of the job because now uh, it, it gets me to a moment where I don't want to go to the gym, but I still got to wrestle. So it's like. Oh, you know, you really got to suck it up then. But, you know, I really love wrestling because it it does give me that that outlet, you know, just to be your own person. You don't have to be specific person like I got. I don't have to be, you know, Mr. Art teacher. Like now, now this is I'm in my world on the weekend. I can do whatever I want, you know, and I'm and I'm going to create this world. So everyone is going to enjoy it. That's just that's just how I view it, you know. Uh, I mean, even people, they, they see the way I dress, like even like today, this is exactly what I wore to worry. Like I, I literally dress like the way I wrestle, you know, maybe with less holes in my pants. That's, <laughs> that's about it. Well, no, no knee pads, no kick pads. No. But yeah, yeah. That's what people always mess with. Like, um, were you at work? Or are you actually going to wrestle today? And uh, yeah, I, I just, I, I feel so much more comfortable um, in my skin now and as a wrestler, like I'm just, you know, and, and I'm, I'm just loving that people do pull me to the side. Like, hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. Or what do you think of this as a finish? And, or, you know, how, how you, you know, get to start off. Like, I'm always, because I feel like at some point we're going to cross paths. So if I'm helping you get better, and at some point when we actually wrestle, we'll, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. All right, we'll see Acid Jazz in action as part of Chicago Style Wrestling's Falling Down at the American Legion in Franklin Park this Friday, September the 16th. And you'll see Aaron Stevens, and you'll see him take on Steve Boz. Plus, Joey Avalon defends the CSW Championship against Axel Rico. You'll see Sky Blue. You'll see many, many other stars of CSW. So go check that show out. And before we let you go, Jazz... Uh, could you go ahead and plug your social media if you have any merchandise and whatever other <laughs> upcoming shows you've got? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So social media, uh, I'm on, I have social media. I, I'm not nowhere near as active as I should be as a wrestler, uh, but I'm trying to get back to it. Um, but social media, my Twitter handle is acid underscore jazz. Uh, Instagram is actually acid underscore jasmine j-a-z-m-i-n my actual real name um what else is that facebook jazz jones so i have to keep switching them up um but yeah I, I, i've been finding out people been putting stuff up you know for me i'm like wow that's cool you know <laughs> so uh but i, I do want to make it my mission to kind of get more um out there because it's it's really cool when i see guys like gpa and laney duck and you see them on like AEW dark and I'm like man you know like this I'm 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 loving it but I don't want to watch it I, I want to be a part of it you know so I, I I gotta really get get a handle on this I mean I can't do this forever but the way I feel now I, I probably should just start pushing a little bit more than I getting out of my comfort zone you know 
And what about upcoming shows? I know you have CSW on the 16th. I, I, I have PAL coming up. I have CSW. Some stuff might be happening in freelance. <laughs> um, I, I, there's a couple things that I want to give away right now. Yeah, um, okay. yeah I, got, I got some, some, some uh, I've been getting hit up with some ideas. So I'm going to play that. I'm going to play around with those just to see something, just to do something different. So can't give you everything yet. So I don't want to give it, I don't want to give it away. <laughs> Jazz, I know we can talk all day and night about all your different memories with the soul touches the cocoa buffs, the N words and all that. And we'll do that at some point, but as part of CSW week, I really appreciate you coming on as a guest on Windy City Slam podcast, and we will see you on the 16th. interview with acid jazz great guy great character awesome dude looking forward to seeing more from him as time goes on and he's already had an unbelievable career going back with the soul touches and the n-words and everything he's done over the past 20 years or so pretty amazing stuff and we hope to have him back in the near future Coming up next, though, CSW Week continues with the number one contender to the Chicago-style wrestling championship. He's Axel Rico. Coming up next. Hey, it's the Cryonic Redneck Coldstone, Tim Boston, CS underscore Tim Boston on social media. And when I'm not scooping, when I'm not wrestling, I'm listening to Windy City Slam. Give me a, well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, back here on Windy City Slam as part of CSW Week, we welcome back the number one contender for the Chicago-style wrestling championship, the leader of the dominant La Sociedad Boricua in Gali Lucha Libre, and young veteran of several local promotions, the charismatic Axel Rico. Ooh, that's me in the, in the flesh or in the audio for this instant. Yes. Axel, how are you doing this week? Uh, dude, this week means nothing right now um, because I don't know, whenever, whoever's listening to this, um, next week is the big CSW week. So it is the week before. So right now, all I'm thinking about is next week. So right now, this week, really, it doesn't mean nothing to me because I have to get through it, obviously. But um, it's all about, it's really all about next week for csw that's all the that's all that's going through my brain that's all that's going through my mind and it's just i can't wait for uh next weekend we will get into friday night show september the 16th falling down in just a couple of minutes here yes axel since we last talked on the program last summer you've continued to make a name for yourself around chicago and the midwest and correct dominated at Gali Lucha Libre. You're working yes. hard at places like CSW, AAW, Northland mm-hmm. Pro, Janesville Wrestling Alliance, One Fall Entertainment, and you even debuted recently for Freelance Underground. So you've been a pretty busy guy. Oh, yeah, dude. The, the calendar is uh, filled up, um, you know, until the new year. And I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So, uh, yeah, man, it's it's a lot of fun being uh, a busy bee, as they say. Mm-hmm. 
And now we're going to turn the page. We're going to go ahead and start talking about the big Chicago-style wrestling show, and it's called Falling Down, which yeah, yeah. is actually one of my favorite movies from 1993 with Michael Douglas. <laughs> and that's at the American Legion in Franklin Park. And special guest on the show is Aaron Stevens, formerly known as Damian Sandow. And your main event, or at least I believe it's going to be the main event, will be you, yours truly, Correct. Axel Rico, challenging Joey Jet Avalon for the CSW Championship. And this time, it's no disqualification. So Correct. you had the taste of gold last month. You had the title in your hands. Unfortunately, GM Steve Aaron overruled the referee's decision, took the belt back, put it back on Avalon. So mm-hmm. number one, what was it like to actually hold that title to be the, a top guy in a company like CSW? And two, now they got it taken away. <laughs> What's this match going to be like for you coming up on Friday? Uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about the, the moment first and it's not even that i'm really talking about the moment it's really like i i'm a big you know obviously wrestling you can't think of any wrestling you know promotion or anything like that and you can't not think of belts like right you have the great heavyweight championship nwa the 10 pounds of gold and all that but um the one thing when i look at you know the championship gold or the heavyweight championship of a specific promotion wherever i always think of just that means you did it like everyone at that company believes in you all the fans got your back and they want you to succeed and all that stuff so when i finally did beat joey jet avalon with also if i may add the exact same thing that he did to beat me the last time we met at csw i just gave him a taste of his own medicine course you know a couple minutes later all of a sudden i get informed that i did not win so but the you know besides that point i just wanted to make sure it gets very clear just in case some of these beautiful viewers weren't there at the show Um, that did happen but it was really when when i got when i pinned him and uh ref dev may he be the best referee at csw uh handed me the belt and i heard the roar I really just acknowledged that I made it on the mountain of sorts, that the people at CSW that I've been committed to for, you know, since almost 2017, 2018 now, like finally saw me, they were cheering for me. They were screaming my name. I finally had made the mountain. So while I didn't take the belt, it really felt like that moment of, of finally getting it and finally being on top. That's, that's really what I took away from that. And I was very sad um, that they did take away from it because, you know, I guess Joey Jet Avalon really is a, a bad loser, but you know, it just means that what I said last time, he is scared of me. He knows that I'm a competitor. He knows that I'm a wrestler and, by golly, I am no one to mess with and take lightly. So I'm very excited about it. And I just want to prove, you know, and keep proving that I am no throwaway easy match, that this 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 guy, this David Goliath story will, you know, it will be a fight. And that's all I want to do about that. 
you know, the whole situation kind of reminds me of when Chris Jericho first won the WWE championship from Triple H a long time ago. And then they overturned the referee's decision and yeah, it back to Triple H. And that, you know, the fans went crazy, kind of like they went crazy for you last month at CSW. That, that kind of reminds me of that same exact moment in time. And hopefully this time for you, you'll be able to celebrate and win that title and hold on to it for real. And have everybody acknowledge you, even the management of CSW. Yeah. Um, you know, it's no matter what, that was one of the hardest fights, you know, I've ever been in in my life, you know, wrestling wise, outside of wrestling, like no matter what, you know, I can't knock, you know, Joey Avalon. I'm not going to say he was, you know, it was it was a it was a hard fought fight. And I know, especially now that we are adding the whole no disqualification part to it. It's going to be even probably more challenging than it was before. Oh. Um, but all I want to know is that I'm, you know, I'm prepared. I'm not scared and I'm ready to keep doing it. And if and by the end of Friday night, whoever has their hand raised, it will be a well-deserved fight. It will be a well-deserved person that has that belt and finally show on the map that, you know, at CSW has the best wrestlers in the Midwest, maybe in the Chicagoland area and all that stuff. But, you know, if you come to CSW and you want to go for the the big time gold, you got to go through some heavy hitters. That's all I want, you know, to do if I win, if I don't win, no matter what, I want us to be seen as like those guys that you don't want to mess with. And now with, Avalon and this no disqualification stipulation being added in, you would think maybe that would be a disadvantage for you because he's got the shovel, he's got Sierra at his side. But do you have a plan in the back of your mind if something go, starts to go south? Do you have any backup? Do you have any ideas on how to counter any of his shenanigans? Well, he may have his little girlfriend and all that, but uh, you know, that he brings all the way from Wisconsin. But uh, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I live in Chicago and have a lot of friends. <laughs> and you know how no disqualification works? I think most wrestling fans realize it's kind of like a double-edged sword where you have to worry about the, you know, him with stuff, with me with stuff. So, you know, he's, he's bringing in a weapon and who knows last month I used it against him and I got a one, two, three. So I think it's going to be, you know, it's just going to be one of those things that you're just not going to want to miss, you know, cause I can't give any spoilers cause I haven't even gone through it, but uh, you know, it's just going to be one of those things that, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Joey doesn't know what's going to happen. And I just know that the, the Chicago style wrestling fans are going to fill up that place because I already have people messaging me being like, Axel, we got your back. You're going to kick his butt, yada, yada, yada. So like, it's just going to be one of those shows that you are not going to want to miss. And I'm very excited for uh, next week. And also on falling down, we have Aaron Stevens against Steve Foz. We yes. have, Heather Reckless defending the CSW championship against CSW legend Sky Blue, Sierra, yep. and Shelly the Bombshell. So those should be really good matches. Hell yeah. Yep. And then we also have TJ Steele versus Ryan Matthews in an I'm Ugly match, which should be pretty <laughs> interesting. And then Jax Johnson, another one of the young guns in CSW, Correct. takes on a fellow young gun in Adam Stallion. And now yeah. let me go ahead and bring up 
the youngsters of CSW, of which you are one of them. <laughs> you, Jax Johnson, Mateo Valentine, Ryan Matthews, Joey Mayberry, Adam Stallion, and now you even have these black and brave guys coming in over the last few months. So yeah. what's it like kind of scrambling for whatever crumbs the veterans, like a Boz <laughs> or a TJ Steele or a Marche or an Acid Jazz might leave behind? Well, man, the thing is, uh, you know, I've been I've been at this, you know, I've been I've been having to do crazy stuff to make a name for myself and show that I am out there and all that stuff. But every single person that steps in the training ring or comes in from out of town or whatever, you know, it isn't an easy spot to get into. You know what I mean? Like every single Chicago style wrestler has earned their spot. May it be, you know, years of wisdom like the Steve Bozes, you know, the Acid Jazzes, the Marche Rockets and all those guys that have been doing this day by day. But, you know, like just like what you were saying, like last month, you know, we had the Marche Rocket versus Conan Lycan. We had, you know, Solomon Tupu against Steve Boz. So like everybody that comes in, it it's like, you know, going growing right from work you know it's not no easy easy days at the office at csw it's always you know the young bucks gotta prove that they can hang you know and um that's what i love about it because you know one day you can be kicking butt and all of a sudden you got a heavyweight championship and that's really what happened to me you know i got a one day told like hey i need you to be in a gauntlet and you got to kick joey avalon's ass and guess what you know, I obviously would never turn down the offer to do that, but I proved myself. And here we are today talking about this right now. Yep. Then they had that gauntlet back in April, which you nearly won that match. And then you kind of got screwed over there at the end. And then you had the match last month. So now this is opportunity number three at uh, Joey Avalon. And maybe this time, the third time will be the charm. I hope so, man. That's what they say. You know, it's been <laughs> in all of my life. I've heard third time's the charm or tales never fails and all that other stuff. So let's hope um, everything works out. All right. Also, uh, golly, Lucha Libra, and you've been on fire yeah. there. Las Correct. have been on fire there. You guys have all been holding titles as of late and kind of dominant. Yeah. So what's it like to kind of take over golly? So it, it was... It was one of those things. Well, first off, we our name is La Sociedad Boricua, but we've also kind of been tampering with the name since we've now had like these belts for like two to three months. Now we've called ourselves La Sociedad de Oro, which means the Society of Gold, mm -hmm. because right now our belts are so heavy. Our watches are, you know, just pure gold. It's like everything we touch turns into gold over there. So um, the Lucha scene, like just like CSW, is no no place um, that is easy peasy. Um, everybody there wants to kick ass and all that stuff. But we just we put our money where our mouth is and we said, you know, this is what we're going to do. And we finally did it. You know, it's not you know, if you look at what the tag team division that was what Chuko and Manny took over going against people from Lucha Underground you know, like the Mil Muertes is the Ares Aramises from AAA. So like these aren't, you know, just jabronis from the Midwest. These are well-traveled world, you know, people, you know, wrestlers, uh, Lucha Libre guys that have been going everywhere, wrestling against everybody. And myself going against Audio Boy, 
you know, Ares and all these other people, the Galle Lucha brings it. So, you know, the fact that we're, I found some guys that understand the mindset that understand the work ethic and all that good stuff. That's what I'm happy with our group. And we have really been kicking butt um, to say the least. And, you know, it finally shows with us just having those championship belts. And now we are kind of drawing the, the line in the sand there at Galley. And it's, you know, now we got Davey Bang and friends going down there to Galley to try, you know, so we got people coming over trying to, you know, trying to see what's up because uh, we've made, you know, we've helped Galley become even bigger with, you know, just our ridiculousness and being out there because we we did the exact same thing and it worked for us so why fix anything that's not broken you know what i mean <laughs> very good i like the oro yes of gold 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 yes and now you've been an aew dark recently which has really been cool for your career now where yeah. do you see your career about a year from now with all the things that have been happening well you know i love you know it's one of those things it was one of those moments where opportunity knocked. And of course, I opened that door as wide open as possible because that's really what you got to do. There's so much I can do here in Chicago, but you got to get out there. And that's the thing that I always, you know, keep myself, you know, one foot here, but get that, you know, that foot that's here is on it on its tippy toe, ready to step out the door because, even though I got all my family here, my wrestling friends and all that stuff, the second, you know, those type of flyers or match cards get put on for other places, I just get all the love in the world. You know, I got so many, so many people reaching out to me after I went on AEW one, the first time, the second time. So the fact that the love and the, and everybody wants me to be successful means I'm going to take those opportunities to go out there and kick butt and do what I love to do, what I feel like I was put on this earth to do. So in a year, it's one of those things that I don't know. Obviously, if opportunity was to knock, you know, I, I think the only thing um, I can say for sure is that Axel Rico probably will not be in Chicago and the Midwest as much as he is now, because um it seems like a lot of people are looking, you know, eyeballs from different states are kind of peeping over at uh, the content that Axel Rico is dropping. And you have kind of expanded your reach already uh, by going into Wisconsin recently, like James yeah. and then One Fall Entertainment. I know you've been on some of their shows. So, yeah, you're getting your name out there and, and you're doing a great job at doing that. Thank you, man. Um, so far, uh, working with AWF also in Minnesota. Uh, one fall is a lot of fun. We're actually the same weekend of CSW myself and La Sociedad will be going for their tag team belt. So, you know what I mean? Like from heavyweight championship to tag team championship to United States stuff, you know, here at Galley, I got the discovery championship. So it's just, I'm trying to get it all, you know, <laughs> trying to just knock off all the all the all the bowling pins of this crazy wrestling world that we have around this area. So, you know, I'm ready to do it and I'm getting trained by the best Doug Simmons. I love him to death. He you know, you step in there, you come out a different person because that guy knows what he's doing and he's definitely put me in a better mindset for everything and and I am definitely slowly getting physically more you know, more able and more able to kick some butt because I am uh, 
I'm loving everything that I'm doing with uh, with him and wrestling. And now, you know, obviously being able to kick Joey Janela's butt and and just go for all these championships and go against all these different talented people with with wherever I'm wrestling, showing that I can keep up with a lot of good people. So I'm very excited for whatever the future holds. You just said Joey Janela, Ashley. Is that a? Oh, I'm sorry, Joey Avalon. Sorry, I was trying to think of somebody that uh, I might have respect for. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's Joey Avalon. I'm sorry. It's jo- now you got me switching around. Now it's Joey Janela, someone you would like to go out and wrestle at some point. Not that you. Oh play. man, that would definitely be maybe after this no DQ match, and it might get a little more hardcore. I might know what <laughs> what half of a match against that guy would be but yeah you know i, I i'm always a big fan of, of wrestling different people um i would never say no if you know that type of opportunity came to be I'm just a big fan of wrestling so um may it be the the janellas uh you know the pentas you know i'm always a big fan of the pentas but even if it's you know people that work more base like i know i wrestled against Jax johnson and i remember that being very difficult to have to adjust different styles and especially at galley man you know the amount of people that come in there that are high flyers or even ground game people or the experience factor like you know having people like bryce benjamin in the locker room who like it seems like every time that that person that style of person wrestles you're going against like three different types of people so it's just a lot of fun. So I like to wrestle every, you know, I'd, I'd want to wrestle everybody just to see what everybody's got so that I can have stuff in my arsenal to go against that. Awesome. Axel, before I let you go, sure, could, you, could you go ahead and just give us your social media, whatever sure. merchandise you might have and any upcoming events on the schedule? Well, obviously this one is called the CSW week. So, you know, I cannot um, go without saying, you know, Chicago style wrestling, make sure to go on CSW's social medias. But of course, um, those are the big shows coming up. But of course, for me, you know, I'm going to get myself over before I get all the promotions over. Axel Rico on the Facebook, Axel Rico on the Instagram, on Twitter. I know for most of my socials, it's like Axel and then like four R's, you know, to roll the tongue and then ICO at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep all of my tabs and my shirts and my uh, and all my merch stuff that you want to get online on Pro Wrestling Tees. All you gotta just search up is Axel Rico, um, or you know A X E L R I C O. That's me, and it'll probably be on this wherever you pop it up on this <laughs> on this podcast. Hopefully, it'll spell my name correctly. And then, of course, you know, obviously, Galley Lucha Libre and Melrose Park are wherever we go, because even next week we're going to Rockford. We're doing Taco Fest in the city. Um, and of course, our home in Melrose Park, uh, Chicago style wrestling in Franklin Park. Really, you just got to follow my social media because I share everything. And I, I can't wait to even make my debut in Dreamwave Pro Wrestling. You know, we got a whole lot and October, November, September, everything is going to be jam-packed and just more shows you're not going to want to miss because man dude wrestling is so hot right now and it's just so awesome to be a part of and you mentioned dreamwave that's october the 8th over yes yes at lose legrado that should be a hell of a show too they're coming back strong and looks like they're going to be putting on some great shows in the near future so i'm very excited for them hell yeah my friend hell yeah Axel, again, thank you very much for coming on the show my friend we'll see you on the 16th and hopefully you'll be winning that championship 
Woo! Thank you, my friend. It was an honor talking to you again. You know, it feels like every time I get a huge opportunity, you call me to do one of these things. So, uh, you know, get ready, get that schedule open because uh, Axel Rico is going to be a busy guy. All right. All right, fun time with Axel Rico, great time with Acid Jazz. CSW week was awesome. All right, next week, we'll recap Chicago Style Wrestling's Falling Down. Plus, we're going to preview a loaded freelance wrestling show entitled It's Trev Tember, fuckers. And it's not spelled the way you think, but Trevor Outlaw's all over the poster, so you never know what he's going to do. And it's going to be an awesome show. So much great talent coming in to freelance that weekend. And also, we welcome special guest Jed Williamson. And we're going to talk a little crash tested wrestling right here on Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody.